Greetings, film fans, and welcome to episode 41 of The Big Review Ski. They said it wouldn't happen. They said it couldn't happen. They said nobody wants it to happen. Yet here we are, just like the three amigos in The Three Amigos, or just like the three musketeers in The Three Musketeers, or just like the three stooges in the 1934 film Fugitive Lords. <laughs> The three of us are all back together. What was the last what's, what's one? What's a stoogie? What's a stoogie? <laughs> the three stoogies. The three stooges? Stooges. I, I always pronounce that stooges. There's no I in there. You're definitely, you're definitely a stooge anyway. The three Oi. stooges. Uh, it's Rory Cashin, it's Palmer, and it's Owen Doherty. And hello, we're all we're all back in the same room again. It's been a while. I have. I need to find the proof that that actually is you. you let me reach over and touch weeks. me. Touch me. It's a ghost! We're touching. What a fantastic um, visual gag we have there. <laughs> I, uh, I've missed you mm. so much. I wish I could say the same. I was talking to the listeners. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I was. I oh, know I did miss the pair of views as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the Big Review Ski <laughs> to tell us how much you haven't missed any of us, uh, you can tweet us on Twitter at Big Review Ski and you can WhatsApp us on 00353 Oh wow! Yeah, actual, I, it was only like halfway through that. I was like, "Oh shit, he's this got is, it." Is somebody writing this number down? <laughs> it's uh, I, I I haven't been here for a number of weeks, and I was just spending all Research. my time on a trek around the world. Did you find that finding phone? the lost WhatsApp? No, I didn't find the phone. Just oh, the it's number. Just the number. Great. Um, it has been so long that I'm not even sure what's coming up in the show today. But I think we may just have a conversation with one of the world's biggest Hollywood stars of all time. Uh, she was just a girl standing in front of a boy. Asking him not to ask her any awkward questions. Yeah. The boy was Rory. Don't remember Michael Collins saying that <laughs> Julia Roberts. And the girl, of course, is Julia Roberts. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, she likes my runners. You won't hear any of that um, <laughs> in the interview, but she, uh, yeah, she was exactly how you would, would always hope Julia Roberts to be. Okay, so I think if I was guessing what she was like, uh, obviously complimentary of your runners. Smiley. Nailed it. Had to be really smiley. smiley. Has to like, be smiley. Yeah. She has 87 sets of teeth. <laughs> like the Meg. <laughs> <laughs> she is the Meg of human beings. Um, plus, coming up in the show, we have some high clues, but also some heresy, I think, after last week's show. Mm. And tickets to Overlord in Dublin, which uh, I know, Paul, you're incredibly excited yeah, about seeing batch Overlord. Yeah, it. I'm absolutely completely here for it. <laughs> um, now, though, uh, before we get on to the heresy, I know you're itching to get there, Roy. Uh, it's time for the big question on the Big Review Ski. And for this week's big question on the Big Review Ski, it's over to me. Hello, Owen, for this week's big question on the Big Review Ski. And to mark the release of a brand new Jared Butler in film, uh, film in cinemas, which is always a magical, magical moment, I wanted to know. <laughs> What is your favourite? Uh, it can be your, your Jer Butler moment. Uh, so this can be a line or it can be a particular scene or just an entire Jer Butler film. Or it might be just you got Jer a thing Butler. for Jer Butler. I love Jer Butler. I, uh, I have a massive, Such a so- weird massive question. soft spot for Jer Butler. Yeah. He, he tries so hard, <laughs> but he always seems to end up with the films that Nicholas Cage said no to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to see Geostorm. Was that Geostorm! Was that last year? That or was the, or uh, late last year, yeah. Late last year, and that was a wonderful experience. That was a truly uh, iconic moment. But <laughs> was Geostorm your your favourite Jared Butler moment, Roy? No, like, I really wanted to go for... <sighs> there was a few, I'm not going to do an on. Do it, like, there, do it. There was a few where I was like, ooh, this one. But also this one. And when I sat down and thought about it, I was like, there's actually been a lot of enjoyable Jared Butler-y moments. Yeah. Uh, but I think out of his entire career... This is the character from the best film he's been a part of. Dad, you're back. I, uh, uh, Gobber's not here, so... I know. I came looking for you. Y- you did? You've been keeping secrets. But I, uh, I, ha- I have? Just how long did you think you could hide it from me? I, I, I don't know what you... Nothing are... happens on this island without me hearing about it. Oh? So... Let's talk about that dragon. Oh, God. Dad, I'm so sorry. I, I, I was going to tell you. I just didn't know how to... Uh... <laughs> you're, you're, you're not upset? Uh, what? I was hoping for this. Uh, you were? And believe me, it only gets better. Just wait till you spill a nadder's guts for the first time and mount your first grunkle head on a spear. What a yeah. feeling! 
You really had me going there, son. All those years of the worst Viking Burke has ever seen. Odin, it was rough. I almost gave up on you. And all the while, you were holding out on me. Oh, Thor Almighty! Welcome to the audiobook <laughs> of How to Train Your Dragon. Join us next week for the second part of the entire film. It was... Okay, so the reason why my longer than normal clip is, is in there is because that clip is a minute long. And over the course of that one minute, he goes from scary oh. and intimidating yes. at the very start to like super lovable and huggy at the end, which is... Uh, just Jared Butler all over and he's playing uh, a Viking plus I knew Paul didn't have a clip so I took his time yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, fair enough took my answer too oh no did you yeah, go for that as well I love How to Train Your Dragon yeah it's uh, it's a really really excellent film and, and also because he's not acting in it <laughs> well that's right he's just <laughs> just he's, talking he's doing his best um, his accent obviously he is playing a Viking in it and so obviously there are Scottish twangs in there that he's got um, because he has a lot of accent issues throughout a lot of his films you can you, never be sure you have to admire him at least he's put his hands up and said the Irish accent in P.S. I Love You was atrocious and I think <laughs> every chat shocking. show he's on he says it carries around with him and he always like he's but even probably promoting Geostorm he still brings up that bloody shy accent in PS I love you so the pair of yous have both gone for uh, How to Train Your Dragon oh no and uh, well <laughs> oh no well, we'll go, go through them okay on number five oh, what's it <laughs> yeah, no no no, no I've only one clip and here it is why don't you and I play a game of fuck off you go first and that's it that's literally it perfect is that, that a, is comparatively that's a short clip it's oh it's unbelievably short clip that is from Olympus Has Fallen okay um, from around 2012 or 13 uh, in which he stabbed Jer- half the world's terrorists yeah right. Jared Butler uh, well as everyone said at the time it's basically Die Hard in the White House and because White House Down was also out around that time with Channing Tatum mm-hmm. but it's not that one which is also a decent film yeah, uh, I prefer this one you kind of mashed them this all one together. has an incredible cast obviously you got Aaron Eckhart as uh, the President of the United States as well I think Angela Bassett is in there as well yeah. and Ashley Judd um, some really quality actors and Jared Butler <laughs> sure. um, but uh, didn't Anton Fuqua direct it? yes he's he the director yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah. um, but he uh, so Butler uh, is special secret agent Mike Banning and obviously that's a real caught. Jared Butler name yeah it's a quality yeah. name and he gets caught in the White House uh, as you said Roy uh, destroys half the world's terrorists who uh, decided to turn up at the White House I believe one of the more racist lines in oh, it's so modern racist. cinema history was why don't you go back to fuck Hedistan oh was that was that in that one or was that in London has fallen which it was might have been that one even too. more and racist and a third one coming Angel has fallen set in, which is Air Force One which was a film called Air Force, <laughs> Air Force One, we've already had that film. But uh, yeah, in that particular scene, uh, Jer Butler, Agent Mike Banning, uh, he's tired. He's managed to kill a bad guy and get his hands on the radio. He's talking to the lead bad guy, the Hans Gruber of that situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, it's it's incredible. Like, oh, I, don't, I remember seeing the film and we went off to review it somewhere and it was, it was the only thing I could think of. It was like, I wanted to play a game of, why don't you, why don't you and I play a little game? called fuck off <laughs> why don't you go first it's incredible but that whole period of his career is laughably enjoyable between like <laughs> law abiding citizen which is the most gratuitously over the top violent thing I think I can remember gamer which is bonkers as well yep. had its moments and he did was it machine gun preacher as well was in there yeah yeah, yeah. like he had a, he had fun like all hail yeah. but he's still having fun still having fun I don't we will we will have a release of his brand new film hunter killer <laughs> Yes. which is coming up later on in the I show I am looking forward to reviewing that yeah. one after, <laughs> after he killed the weather he's coming back now yeah. like Jared uh, Butler's kill this weather you know the ocean we, numerous henchmen we will have, have more Butler love later on but for now it's, uh, it's, it's, it's time for our example high clue now Paul you did last week's example high clue and Roy you did have an issue with it because uh, the answer first of all was the sixth sense mm. can anybody remember what, how, how it went I didn't write Bruce it down. Willis was in the film the Bruce whole Willis time. Bruce was in the That's film the, the whole time. Yeah. But you didn't issue because it had the word shrink in it, but it didn't. Yeah, like it was. Um, there's no shrinking. It was like people die hard and shrink. Yeah. That was the yeah. line. And I was like, okay, people die hard. That's fine. He did die hard. He was in die hard. Yeah, but like people, people die hard and shrink. I just need to get sounds. <laughs> I just needed to crowbar. Yeah. I I think that's fine. My issue with that line was there were only six syllables in it. What? I don't. I can't remember. People <laughs> yeah, no, die no. hard and shrink. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you're you're up in High Court next week, Paul. Uh, but this week, Roy, you have this week's uh, example High Court, our little film riddle. Oh. Yeah, sure. I, mm, easy okay. enough. Don't say that. Okay. Pen, no, thank you. Pen, let's go. The Furious Fate. The Furious Fate. Okay. Uh-huh. Of simple fifth letter and. Jesus Christ. Of simple fifth letter and. Solid H2O Okay, we'll do a quick syllable check The Furious Fate Five Of simple fifth letter and Seven Solid H2O Five Okay, so we've passed that initial test Uh Um, The Furious Fate Of simple fifth letter What's the fifth letter? E Oh, Paul, do you reckon you've got it? No. No? I think Solid H2O, I'm thinking Halloween H2O. Yeah. Um, um, the Furious Fates, that was the one recently with um, Charlie Strong, wasn't it? The Fate of the Furious, was that the... She was one? in the latest uh, Fast Furious film, yeah. Um, the Furious Fates, so Charlie's Theron. So Charlie's Theron, Charlie's Theron and the letter E. Um... Solid H2O I'm trying to think Josh Hartnett was in Halloween H2O uh, Buster Ryan well, No that wasn't the awful one Buster Ryan was it? That was Resurrection Oh okay oh, What's of simple fifth letter and? It's all one sentence It's all one sentence The yeah, Furious yeah. Fate of simple fifth letter and solid H2O That's even more layers if it's all just one sentence <laughs> Oh <gasps> Something did you? No. No, I thought, I thought you. Oh, no. <laughs> you inhaled. We both, you inhaled. You did like a. <gasps> and I got really excited. And we're both just exciting each other. I'm just thinking, Jamie Lee Curtis's back catalogue. What? She hasn't done enough. Oh, what, what, obviously, so Halloween. Solid H2O, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is out. Are you just cinemas. like. Okay, is the H2O. Like, it's not like the chemical reference to water, water. is it? It's not Halloween. Okay. It's not Halloween. Okay, so it's water. Solid water, iceberg, ice, solid, ice, ice, solid, solid, ice, solid oh. H2O is ice, okay. Furious Fate, Ice and Charlie's Theron. Oh, but there is a massive set piece at the end, yeah, of simple uh, with the submarine of simple fifth letter E, Fate and Furious. Who else is in that state? And no. ice, no, <laughs> we were getting so excited. Okay, right, listen, we'll come Am back. Am I on to the that. right track there with solid H2O is ice? Yeah, okay, okay. so it's ice. Okay. And what about Charlie's Theron for the first line? No, the, oh, okay. ice. Okay. Alright, we'll come back. Anyway, we'll come back. Oh, don't you worry, we'll come back to that. Oh, we've got time. For now though, it's time to go to the movies. Jesus Christ! Hello. (laughs) Volume. I was gonna say I've missed this, but you played it last week. Yeah, because you maybe made us deaf there now. That's why we missed it. I did, I played it because I was alone. <laughs> and you, ran, you, you ran out of weird tracks to play. With no, no there are so more. many more tracks I to go. I had a few more to go, but uh, like Secret was like just like in the movies was oh. going to be my next one. I look, I look forward to experimental and avant-garde Rory tracks. Yeah, I've had a, had a few musical guests <laughs> in Owen's stead. <laughs> so we changed it to a uh, music podcast. This, this week we were looking at the top 10 Irish films in the box office, but guess what? It hasn't been updated, so there are no films in the Irish box office, but there is only one. <laughs> can I can yeah. say the word is. There's only one film that we need to talk about, because last week um, we had a couple of reviews of Halloween. Uh, Dave Hanratty joined us, and we also Not had... Cara O'Doherty he you're, not, not, a you're not a fan of Dave <laughs> what he was uh, not a fan no but Cara enjoyed it uh, more than he did slightly yeah um, in the meantime though Roy you've had a chance to see the brand new Halloween film starring mm. Jamie Lee Curtis what did you think it's okay okay it's and okay. there's it's, that's uh, a review of Halloween <laughs> thank you now moving onwards uh, we've got the big interview on the big review ski this week as we did say it is uh, none other than Julia Roberts uh, and her teeth uh, the human Meg is Human her name, now yeah. official nickname and uh, yeah oh what an amazing woman to meet yeah uh, like she is like I think she's been a part of like my cinema going life for as long as I can remember like calling her old yes calling, what was first, I feel we've both grown up together what was the first <laughs> film you remember Julia Robertson Pretty Woman Pretty Woman yeah, yeah I think, so that would have been like 89, 90 what, oh, what was the first film you remember seeing Julia Robertson Julia Robertson I'd say it's probably the same my mommy is just a huge fan of Pretty Woman had it on VHS oddly well, mine was so. Sleeping with the Enemy which oh really yeah really, really dark there's a guy in that Julia, the guy yeah. she falls for in that the next door neighbour uh, Patrick Bergen it's, uh, good old Irishman Patrick Bergen no like he's the, the, no, the, the guy he's she, the enemy yeah. he's the enemy but the other guy who's in it is just the spit of my cousin Fergal hello Fergal if you're listening you I'm sure check he is he always is he is 
everyone knows who Fergal have a fear, is. Have a fear of tales now after that film. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously her film uh, back catalogue is incredible, but she's now making... Has she done any TV before? Aside from like the one episode of Friends where she took uh, Chandler's underwear. Oh yeah, Jean-Claude. No. <laughs> no, this is her first ever series. Uh, and she's produced it as well and she uh, Homecoming is directed the whole series is directed by Sam Eshmael who created and Mr. Robot directed um, pretty much all of Mr. Robot um, and it's based on a fantastic podcast not as good as The Big Abuski but still pretty <laughs> obviously. good obviously <laughs> when are we getting our TV show um, any day now it's too explicit you could never put this <laughs> on television but uh, but yeah like it's uh, I've seen the first few episodes of it and my review was up on Joe.E right now uh, and it was great just to speak to uh, to Julia about like different aspects of her career and also the show. Amazing. Well, just before we hear from her, uh, here's a little clip of her brand new show, Homecoming. What happened to the fish? Uh, I got rid of them. Just figured it was for the best. I couldn't get into it. You were employed at the Homecoming Transitional Support Center. How do you feel? Happy. What we're seeking here is information. What were your duties there? I don't know. You don't know? This sounds freaky dicky. It's very creepy. Yeah. Uh, it's very Hitchcockian. Um, it's got a lot of like Brian De Palma's early good stuff in there. It's like set in 2018 and also a few years in the future, uh, but it has a very 70s parallax view kind of vibe. Cool. To it. Uh, uh, so, wh- where can people actually watch it whenever it is released? It will be on Amazon Video, uh, okay. which uh, I got to go over to their slate day a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, this is finally, finally a potential. Uh, competitor for Netflix because obviously we all love well, Netflix. Netflix has yeah. just got it sewn up for years. Netflix is like synonymous with what we'll go home to watch let's yeah. see what's on Netflix but like judging from what Amazon have coming up and the amount of money they put into it um, yeah like this could be a potential biggie and the fact that they've got Julia Roberts to do her first ever TV show with them is, is like a big get. And one of the other trailers for this particular show just had Radiohead's everything in its right place but used in a really cool way so I'm like I'm on board sort of straight away so what did you talk to her about okay so apart from your beautiful runners my runner game is pretty on point you can't see it but they're great they're there uh yeah so uh this is not going to sound like a normal interview because you can only hear julia but you'll have to trust me i did talk <laughs> you to were her definitely <laughs> there it was a one-way microphone is this so you in a dress or something <laughs> interviewing yourself because i'll i'll i watch that that'll be that. weird <laughs> but i do a perfect julia roberts impersonation so it's you got more teeth I do. I'm up there. 75. Uh, so, yeah, so the first bit was, uh, yeah, essentially why she wanted to play this role. What, what what was it about this character that brought her to the show in the first place? Well, interestingly about this character is that this is a character that is, um, that I, I pick so much because of the, the circumstances that surround her. Mm-hmm. It's so much the whole... I can't isolate her in, in any way the way I sometimes can on other pieces of material where you can kind of imagine like, okay, but what if we put her in this kind of scenario or that to just understand this person more fully? And for Heidi, she's so um, so intertwined with everything that's going on around her. That world. It's world. the whole world. And Sam just turned it into this... Incredible. I mean, I have never come to work and like walked onto a set and just thought, wow, this is incredible. This is amazing. That's uh, <laughs> that's a pretty noisy room. It's She's a, in there a, at the a, minute. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it was a big hotel room where people just walking in and out of it. Uh, there's so many uh, people on hand to make sure that no one asks anything untoward which is yeah, fair understandable enough. it's one of the world's most famous people in the room so if you're wondering why there's so much background noise that's why uh she brought up the sets there so the next question was what was it about the sets that you enjoyed so much i, I mean just we would just stand there just marvel at what was there for us to play inside of it was incredible i mean his production designer anastasia white is 
she is so incredibly calm. You know, we were, it's like a week ago, we were in the same space and it was just some, you know, tape on the ground and, you know, oh, this is supposed to be stairs and, you know, okay, so where are we now? Well, now we're upstairs and now we're, and then you walk in and there's the facility just completely. Like a week later. The kitchen was really a kitchen and you could really cook in there. And I mean, it was, it was astounding. Okay, I forgot to I forgot to mention. <laughs> it's like your voice. <laughs> Sam Ishmael was also there. He's sitting beside her, uh, also answering some of the questions. But you know, Julie Roberts is there, so he might, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he might as well not exist, <laughs> even though he is the one who has created this TV show for her. Uh, yeah, uh, and he does nail the the seventies uh, thriller genre. And guess what? Julia Roberts is a big fan of that genre, which is what we talked about next. I love that genre. Um, you know, we were talking before about parallax view. You know, just movies like that. I've been lucky to be in some thriller genre. um, Including Pakula's Pelican Brief. The Pelican Brief. And so, Sleeping with the Enemy. Oh, those cupboards. I mean, that was scary. (laughs) (laughs) So, I do love stuff like that. And and I fall for it even when I know what's going to happen. I'm still like, oh my God, the towels. So I'm a good sucker for those kinds of movies. So I love, you know, Jagged Edge. We were just talking about that the other day. Like, Great. So, yeah, I love I love that genre. She uh, sounds like she has everybody just like sitting there, doe eyed, just like we all love you. And she's, yeah, and she's a phobia tells like I do. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like when I left the room, I, I like my face hurt from from smiling and laughing so much. She's just super charming uh, all the time. And she talked about some of the directors she's worked with previously, uh, but one of the big ones that we'd know about would be Neil Jordan because. She worked on Michael Collins, which we recently voted uh, the Joe Paul, the greatest Irish film of all time. And he said that if it hadn't been for Julia Roberts, uh, Michael Collins wouldn't have been made. They wouldn't have got the funding for it. And this was her reaction to that. Well, that makes me feel so kind of out of breath. <laughs> um, Neil is lying. And please just don't tell anybody I said that. Um, <laughs> You know, there's something that makes me really joyful when I believe in something and I love it so much. And if it is in a place of not being able to get over that hump to go, that if I can push that, it it makes me feel really proud because if I want to do it, then it has to get to that next level. So, I mean, I think in terms of my pride my proudest happiest moment of feeling that way was doing a play on Broadway a number of years ago and the when I was a young person my dad took me to the theater all the time and I thought it was so special and how many people came up to me after the play and would say I've never seen a play on Broadway before and I never would have come if it weren't for you and that was when I felt the happiest that I had brought people to something that I think is so special and final one we talked a little bit about the amount of research that she put into uh, playing a character like this, uh, which can be difficult if it's a, it's already been done by other people um, and something entirely different from what she's ever done before. Well, I, I did. I can't say that I did research per se. There were some things that I pursued and some thoughts that I pursued for myself, but so much of it was already there in the way that the scripts were written and Sam's fingerprints on everything he was my source material really and he had such a clear idea of each character and and what made us all tick together that I just relied on him probably more than you know I've relied on someone more than my husband in a long time I'd say her husband's delighted to hear that so so what you're saying is Julia Roberts is the reason Michael Collins was killed that's I think that's what I took from that's it. Yep, took yep, yep. Now that Paul has said it out loud, <laughs> breaking news. And um, Paul, as a man who does an incredible Denzel Washington impression, what did you think of Roy's Julia Roberts impression throughout that interview? My man, <laughs> decent. It's <laughs> always impressive. Yeah. Um, okay, so Homecoming is going to be released on Amazon uh, Friday, second of November, and worth worth seeking out. Okay, I'm really, really Amazon subscriptions really worth it now because the Romanovs is uh, Matthew Weiner. They've got. Uh, Jack Ryan with um, John Krasinski's excellent they have some really good stuff coming yeah. out and um, yeah loads, loads on Amazon 
Happy days. And now it's time for this week's big cinema releases. And there are a number here. Uh, and starting off, like, if you thought Julia Roberts was good, we all we all know why you're really here. It is, of <laughs> course, to hear the review of Hunter Killer, the brand new film starring Jared Butler, which is in cinemas now. And uh, just before we hear uh, Rory's review of it, which I just presume is like you... Glowing. ...worshipping it. <laughs> uh, here's yes. a little clip of uh, Jared Butler in action. The Tampa Bay's gone missing just above the Colder Peninsula. Sir, we've got a shootout under the ice. I told Six Fleet you want a hunter killer. We've been ordered to cross waters that no American sub has ever crossed before. Submerge the ship. It seems like Scottish actors are <laughs> getting a, a real niche market of being submarine captains and oh, pretending yeah. to be American. Well, that, no, that well, no, no, hang on. Oh, no. sorry, sorry, because Sean Connery was Russian. Russian. I'm yes. sorry, yes. I'm sorry. Still, though, they're all Scottish. They put a little line in at the start of this film explaining why he isn't American, but okay. he's still a captain okay. of an American vessel. Sure. Like, it's real, like, we have to kind of explain his accent. Here's a disclaimer <laughs> at the very start of the film. So, uh, yeah, as we said, Jared Butler is the captain of a like a top secret submarine yeah. in the US Navy. He's the he's the first time captain uh of this sh- of 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 his career and he goes to Russian waters to find out what happened to another submarine that was apparently torpedoed uh in the water there. Um and simultaneously I thought this was what this was what the film was going to be. I was like, mm-hmm. oh it's him on a submarine but it's actually three different stories happening. Oh, okay. Four different stories happening simultaneously. One is that story. One is the modern, <laughs> modern day Samson and Goliath of Samson, David and Goliath <laughs> of Common v. Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman. <laughs> right? Okay. In the Pentagon, <laughs> arguing over the future of uh, of America and whether they should go to war. Okay. There's Sorry, also is, is Gary Oldman American in this? Yeah. Okay. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say he did all of his scenes in <laughs> six hours. Six hours. <laughs> Just okay. in and out one day. Uh, there's another section where do you, do you know Toby Stevens? Yes. He was a, he was a Bond villain. He was in oh. uh, the world uh, is not enough. I think it was no uh, die another day. Die another day. And then he got his face all mangled with the exactly. diamonds and stuff. Yeah. He uh, he is like a gruff soldier who was sent into the ground in Russia to save the Russian president who has been. Uh, kidnapped in a coup by the leader of the Russian military. Sounds great. Sounds uh-huh. like three yeah. films in one here. Yeah. It's 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 the shittiest <laughs> <laughs> Tom Clancy novel. Like oh, just it's just it like at the start I was like oh no like twenty minutes in every line everyone had <laughs> like at one point like he's he's speaking to a Russian. Uh, oh, you didn't hear about the four foot gorilla? <laughs> he he turns to the Russian uh, army guy and he's like. We're not so different, you and I. I was like, yes, yes, there it is. Let's play Butler Bingo. Uh, but it, it like it's a really bad script. The special <laughs> effects are from 1993. It's really bad. Like the whole, and you loved it. The whole American saving the Russian president thing. I was like, this could not be more badly. Oh yeah, yeah, everything. But I, I was, at the end, I was like, that was great. A lot of fun. It's so much fun. It's a bad film. It's. Bad. Like, how many times has anyone said, like, oh, Jerry Butler's got a new film. It's a bad film, but I had so much fun at it. I, that's just his niche now. It's he, just every bad film he's in. I'm like, I don't care. I'll, I'll watch it again. I, it's going to be on uh, telly forever <laughs> from now on. It's also this week's recommendation <laughs> coming up later on. Um, so that's Hunter Killer. Is Hunter Killer the name of the submarine? Him? The submarine. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a Hunter Killer. But to okay. be honest, we do have Den of Thieves too coming soon as well. That's so we're going to get more yeah. of, more of GB. Yeah. Um, uh, Although, like, he's spoilers, he might be alone considering what happened at the end of the first one. <laughs> no, if we if we get uh, a donut eating, <laughs> Jared Butler like eating donuts in the middle of crime <laughs> scenes. <laughs> 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 Dropping everywhere. crumbs everywhere. <laughs> I like. I watch that film. Um, yeah, he will do something like an Oscar roll or so. He will eventually yeah. just completely prove everybody wrong. by doing something completely he'll do, left. He'll field. do a reverse Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. started off and shit. Actually. He's gonna go full Neeson Liam. <laughs> 
No. He's got to fight a wolf. <laughs> um, also in that film, as you said, who goes up against Gary Oldman is Common, and he's actually in an, uh, one of our other big releases oh, yeah. this week. He's in The Hate You Give, um, which, uh, again, Roy, <laughs> me and Paul just sat at home watching Netflix in our pants, but you actually went to the cinema to see stuff. So uh, what's The Hate You Give? Oh, no. Don't say anything. Okay. Here's Do we clip. have a clip? Yeah, we've got a clip. Oh, my God. <laughs> Today, Garden Heights is reeling after the shooting of a 17-year-old black teenager by a white police officer. We live in a complicated world. It doesn't seem that complicated to me. Violence, brutality. It's the same story, just a different name. When I attack with impact, it's real tactful. The back cat waited and sat, debated to... It's best if she don't talk to father. He's threatening her. It's about more than just color. It's about black people, poor people, everybody at the bottom. I need to speak for him. So, Jared Butler in that one too? Yeah. He should be. If we... Um, no, it's a good film, so no. <laughs> so definitely not. Like, as you were saying, if... If it's topical that the Americans are rushing in to rescue the Ameri- or sorry the Russian president in Hunter Killer, obviously this sounds incredibly topical as well. With because uh, it's about a couple of young black people and a young black boy get shot. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially like uh, like a YA version of Black Klansman, if you can picture that at all. Um, like the title, the, th- the the hate you give is from a Tupac song, like T H U G, and it's about a young girl whose best friend is shot by a white policeman. Because he thought he was carrying a gun, and he wasn't. And then the policeman was like, well, I thought he was, so he just kind of gets away with it. Uh, and she's filled with a lot of anger. But uh, her parents tried to raise her not in uh, her own neighborhood. So she goes to this really posh private school, which is predominantly white. Um, and when she's there, she finds herself taking on more, uh, well, less black behavior as she would see in her own mind. So she tries to fit in more. But the more and more, uh, the more and more injustice she's seeing on the streets towards black people, the the more difficult she's finding it to hide who she really is. Uh, and it just kind of explodes within herself and uh, she becomes a, like a kind of one-person activist for her dead friend. Um, so there's that. Uh, just a fantastic supporting cast. Anthony Mackie is in it. Uh, I hated seeing him in this because he's, he's, he's kind of a... Uh, a gang leader in the in the area and I like liking him in yeah, films yeah. and seeing him be like really really nasty and like attempting to kill children I was like oh no oh, Falcon yeah. no yeah, um, yeah. no Marvel hero <laughs> they wear your pajamas and he did like he he does it really well uh, Common is in this as the lead girl's uncle who's the uh, police officer who's trying to be the middleman between the police and also the black community and then her mom is Regina Hall I think I, I keep forgetting if it's Regina Hall or Regina King. Which one was the scary movie? I think it's Regina I Hall. I think it's Regina Hall. That one. Who, like we were saying about Butler, she's going to win an Oscar eventually because <laughs> right. I've seen her do serious stuff before and I was like, oh, she can be really good. Uh, and she's fantastic in this as well. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's very important, very topical. It made me feel bad, which is always a good sign of a drama. Um, and yeah, I think it, it, it like the issue, of course maybe for us here is that we don't have as big a black community uh in, in ireland as we would as they would as they do in america so i think in america it's gonna it could have the same effects over there that black clans man did but it's aimed at a much younger audience which is fantastic because it's the kind of film that isn't aimed towards 16 year olds normally yeah because she's the star of the show it's her story basically isn't it yeah, yeah. uh amanda carter i think is her name okay and she's impressive as well really really good really really good like she's gonna have a fantastic future in acting Excellent. So that's uh, in cinemas this week. The hate you give um, uh, all across Ireland. Uh, yeah, as I said already, in cinemas. That's 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 what happens. Films <laughs> go into cinemas normally. Normally. Um, now it's there's a brilliant new documentary coming out uh, this week, and hopefully it's going to get as wide a release as possible. But it's about Katie Taylor, um, one of Ireland's greatest ever sports people. Like she's just on another level to pretty much uh, everyone else. And uh, directed by uh, an Irish director called Ross. 
Whitaker, and uh, we will have an interview with him coming up. So keep an eye out for a bonus feature with the man himself. Yeah, we need to work on that. It's been a while since we did one of those. We haven't had any practice. No, but just before we hear the review of Katie, here's a clip from the documentary. You know, what's gone on with her life, that's something really I've talked about. There wasn't a day where I didn't wake up thinking about the Olympics. Women's boxing at the time wasn't even allowed in the country. I had to pretend to be a boy to get fights. Pete was the sort of glue that held Katie together. I like best friends, to tell you the truth. Rio Olympics around the corner, and she was expected to win the gold medal again. Can't wait for Katie to win gold for Ireland. Like so many incredible Katie Taylor uh, memories, like especially mm. from like uh, the Olympics uh, back 2012. Yeah, she's a lovely person as well. I interviewed her one actually one of the very first interviews I ever did with was with Katie. Um, sure, she won at the weekend there. A phenomenal athlete and. You know, she could go, she played football as well for the Republic of Ireland as well. She yeah, it just seems just like one of the naturally gifted person, and um, yeah, and I, I always find her oddly interesting as well when you chat, chat to her as well. She's uh, she's quiet but has a very um, strong opinion set, which is I think a fascinating subject for a documentary. Definitely, and just unbelievable focus to essentially. Uh, achieve what she has achieved for for years and years and as they said uh not just one of uh, ireland's greatest sports people but just in the world she is the greatest female boxer and of all time sort of tumultuous the last few years away yeah, from the ring as yeah. well with the relationship with her father which is very public kind of broken down so um while she kind of stays a bit guarded in some interviews obviously there's that part of her life that uh hopefully this documentary t- touches on it does, yeah. Uh, there's no real the only the, okay. So the only downside I will say I just I found in it was there was a point in it where people where she says people are you know they're always asking me like about why if I have a boyfriend or if I'm dating anyone and you know they always ask me that and then it just moves on to the next scene. Right. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't like yeah, there's no it. there's no like the director doesn't like do you is yeah, is this yeah. what's happening? But like that's the only uh, aspect of her life that is uh, left unexplored. They do go into the dad stuff uh, more than I expected, to be honest. Because uh, I probably incorrectly, in my mind, was expecting this to be like Notorious 2.0. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have never hit my feelings about how I feel about nope. the McGregor documentary. Yep. Uh, and this is... Sorry, for the record, just in case anyone has it, Rory is not a fan of Super Notorious. not a fan of the Notorious documentary. But this was a documentary. This was telling us information about uh, Katie Taylor that maybe a lot of people don't know, uh, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, <clears throat> just, it wasn't just a, a celebration of her. It was it was uh, explaining the impact that she has had on fe- on every female athlete in, in every sport, like the, the expansion of how seriously people take female boxing now is almost singularly down to her. Um, and it's it's not a weight that she's put on her own shoulder. She's she's like, I'm doing what I wanted to do, and this is the accidental aftermath, and that's a good thing. But um, this was not like her cross the bear. She's like, it's just gonna, it's going to happen because I wanted to happen, and it did. And she, it's it's great to see. Yeah, like I mean, Irish uh, sport. Uh, like the men are rubbish these days, mm-hmm. but like Irish women's sport, whether it's the rugby team or the hockey team or uh, in athletics and football sales. team won 14 yeah. nil yesterday. Like, you know, they're just uh, doing incredibly well. And so many you can see in interviews as well, they, they cite Katie Taylor as being an inspiration mm. uh, for them as but it's well. It's incredibly cinematic sport box and probably more than yeah. any other sport you can imagine. There was a, a really good documentary a few years ago called, called Saviors, it was about Darren Sutherland, who was the boxer who tragically died by suicide well, as I think well. that was, was Ross Whitaker well. I think that was yeah. the same director as yeah. well so um, I think so but I think he does have form there um, I did see uh, somebody had done a review of it and one of their, their lines from it was like like the real life million dollar baby and I was like oh god have you seen oh. million dollar baby <laughs> oh. because you probably need to watch the second half of that film Don't just before be like, you start you know the female you know, boxing it's film. got a lady in it and it's boxing <laughs> so that is that's not the, might as well just mention the always sunny episode if you're doing that <laughs> yeah you cannot make that comparison but uh well hopefully 
you know, obviously Irish people, we have so much pride and uh, especially uh, in someone like Katie Taylor as well. Hopefully people will get out and support the documentary when it's released. Yeah, like I, I think they should um, because people seem to unanimously enjoy her uh, and she is a genuinely nice person who is doing good for the world of the sport that she's in. I'm not a fan of boxing myself, but I understand the good that she's done for boxing and for female sports in general so yeah it's, it's great and is it mostly just interviews of her and archive footage or do they like go around Dublin and Bray and stuff where, she, where there's, she's from there's a there's a it, it kind of encompasses every, everything there's a there's a there's a good bit of uh, archive footage from like her, her older fights and there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff there's one fantastic bit where she had just had a, f- a fight where I assume it was a big fight and she won but she still went backstage to the person that she had just beaten and had like a private moment with them and was mm. like that was a fantastic fight thank you so much for being such a great competitor and I was like huh, that's yeah. that's that, what I mean this is sportsmanship this yeah. is fantastic if that was McGregor would be spitting on him and throwing <laughs> pins at him so yeah like that kind of stuff I was like great more of that please thank you that's fun in like 10-15 years time you'll see probably young girls picking up boxing and their impact not even just in sporting terms just yeah. in let's face it she is the best in the world at what she does and how many times can you say that about any person never mind an Irish person so yeah I always found her a really interesting and inspirational figure as well 100% that is Katie all about Katie Taylor a brand new Irish documentary uh, in Irish cinema soon and as we said do keep an eye out for that bonus feature with the director Ross Whittaker that was incredible that one worked um, and last but not least the other big release out this week is Bohemian Rhapsody I never like the, the lead actor in this I never don't please don't say it because I always mix up the letters and his name and everything there's something that it just sticks in my head what do you think it is Rami Malik yeah, yeah. is yeah. that it yeah. do you usually go for Remy or is I it Malik Remy. Remy I don't know what and I do. ironically he's the lead actor of not ironically but he's the lead actor of Mr. Roba which oh, of course, which is linked a lot of links this week. Homecoming this week. Yeah. Um, of course, this is the highly anticipated uh, film about Freddie Mercury and his time with Queen. Contentious film. Brian Singer. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. He's Remember no him? longer the director. He, uh, was or is, is he now officially the co director? Co director or something, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that happened during uh, production, yeah. Production as well. Like, Out you get. Yeah. Now we've got this Dexter Fletcher dude in. Yeah, so, well, Dexter Fletcher's actually. Uh, He's a really good director, brilliant film a few years back called Wild Bill. And if anybody loves Bugsy Malone, he was Babyface in that as well. No. Uh, little Babyface. No. But now he's back uh, co-directing Bohemian Rhapsody. And uh, we're going to hear what Rory thinks. But first, uh, a really interesting trailer where they just kind of used lots of Queen music and just yeah. kind of mix it all together. It's so, really uh, well. Yeah. And the Live Aid shot was amazing. Yeah, so uh, this is a clip from Bohemian Rhapsody followed by Rory's review. This is when the operatic section comes in. Oh, the operatic section, yeah. Okay, so, okay, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, there's so much background noise around it with the uh, switching out of directors. Um, and years ago, Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to play him, but then uh, there was the talk that Brian May reportedly. Uh, got really involved in the type of story he wanted to tell and it it was all very messy so this is what we've ended up with uh, a film with a fantastic central performance by Rami Malek he's really really good in the lead role and there's a 20 minute scene at the end which is pretty much an immersive fully realistic reenactment of the live aid performance and it is brilliant uh, but everything else around that is is really, really quite bad. The first half of the film feels like a bad 
uh, reenactment of like a Wikipedia page. It's just bullet points filmed. It was like then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And the longer the film goes on, the more you realize it's not actually telling the truth uh, to a certain extent. It's it a, lo- a lot of stuff that really important stuff that happened in real life uh, kind of gets bent and broken. Uh, just to suit a framework for this film, which, uh, you know, if you're going in to see a biography about someone and then you come out actually realizing you've you've learnt less or they've taken the knowledge away uh, of what you thought you knew, uh, that's not a good thing. Uh, so, yeah, so anyone going in who's hoping this might be the be-all and end-all story for Freddie Mercury, it absolutely is not. I'm sure there's plenty of uh, books out there that uh, do a much better job Um but Rami Malek, in a different universe, like he would be up for best actor because he he is brilliant, and that live aid performance at the end is fantastic. But uh, they are not enough to save it from being just another bad, sanitized uh, rock star biopic. Because rock stars are by nature dirty and gritty, and uh, yeah, no one in this film wanted to get dirty and gritty. So this is what we end up with. So that's Bohemian Rhapsody out in cinemas this week along with Katie, The Hate You Give and Hunter Killer. I know what I'll be going to. It's Hunter Killer. I mean, I want to see the rest as well but it's always it's always Jared Butler. I always have to make time for Jared. Always. You'll find out if you haven't seen the film. <laughs> that's true. You. Oh, please come round to my house, Jared. Um, now, in case you haven't uh, got time to go to the cinema, what are you doing with your life? Hunter Killer's um, out. Make time. <laughs> no, make time. Uh, we do have a recommendation for you to watch at home. Please be a Jared Butler film. Please be a Jared Butler film. Please oh be a Jared God. Butler film. Please Paul Jared is Butler about film. to recommend a film to watch a Jared Butler film is it a Jared Butler oh, film the, there's a Jared Butler marathon <laughs> what <laughs> on Jared Butler channel uh, no it's actually oh. a actor who's been fairly prominent in the show <laughs> the last few weeks uh, we're certain Mr. Doherty I think is plugged two of his films oh is sadly it sadly not with us anymore Alan Rickman it is indeed okay, I think cool. it's his la- one of his last films is uh, Eye in the Sky which ah. is on film for cool which beat. is a fantastic military thriller Helen Mirren is a general who's overseeing a drone operation. And if you know drone warfare, um, they're pretty, pretty, pretty much done in small bunkers. Uh, the story is split between Aaron Paul, who's a, the drone pilot over in Texas, who's um, basically commands of the eye in the sky. He's to fly it. Helen Mirren has to say, give the go to the operation to take place. It's incredibly tense. It's really um, clever and it's very innovative. And uh, yeah, it's one of those ones that really surprised me when I saw it. I wasn't expecting much from the first time I saw it. And now it's one of those films I recommend everyone to watch. It's on Film 4, 9 o'clock on Monday. And uh, as mentioned, it does feature a very, very good performance from Alan Rickman, who is now sadly passed. Yeah, um, it's. I, I think that film kind of caught all of us off guard at the time, or a lot of people. Yeah. Just at how good and how tense it was. Yeah. Um, Aaron Paul is in there as well. Uh, no, just great performances all around. And, and it, one of those films that when you leave, you kind of question your moral yeah. viewpoint and your compass, which is always a good thing. Would you leave. keep changing your mind throughout? You're like, yes, they should do. Oh, no, they shouldn't. Oh, God. Oh, definitely. Do. And you're like, oh, God. I'm, thank God I'm only in the cinema. I, I don't have to with make the these. Bread away <laughs> no, from the I know so much. And I, from what I remember, the scene with a hula hoop has never been more <gasps> tense in my life, a little That's girl. Right. Yeah. Oh, because it has Barkhad Abdi, who was in Captain Phillips as well. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's Oscar a nominee. great show, great show. So, Eye in the Sky. Um, that's a recommendation to watch at home. Now, uh, it is time for our competition high clue. We haven't come up with the answer yet to Rory's example one, the easy one he said. Mm. That one again was the furious fate mm-hmm. of simple fifth letter and solid H2O. Is it Geostorm? I'm just no. taking a guess because ice, that's the only oh, thing that's going to yeah. Okay. Because there is like blocks of ice. But the, isn't there? the letter E is obviously important because of fifth letter. Would it be? Yep. Okay. E. The letter E, and we have ice. E ice. Ice cube? Um, no. Of simple. What's it? simple E? Simply? E squared. E squared. Like. E equals MC squared. Yeah. Einstein. Smart. <laughs> Roy, we're looking at you. Can we get another you can See gift? the gears turn out. Another word for simple. Easy. Easy it's A, easy, easy, easy E. Oh, easy. Oh, um, what is it? It's uh, straight out of Compton. Yeah, there we okay, go. Okay, okay, good shout. Teamwork, teamwork. The easy Furious e. Face. Yeah. It, it, you know, tells the story of the angry NWA gang, but they were directed by F. Gary Gray, who directed oh, the you're right, Furious. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I know I'm right. I wrote it. <laughs> easy. <laughs> Take it easy. A simple. We got letter. it right though. Easy yeah. A and solid H two O. 
Easy E and Solid H2O's Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Cube. I enjoyed that one. And it's music biopic as is... Hunter Killer. Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. Jared Butler. No, he didn't play guitar. He did play guitar in PS. In PS, I love you, yeah. That was... Maybe you could reimagine that film as like the John Lennon biopic or something. There's probably another way you could view that His preparation for that film, I think he basically said to you, Roy, was was just going around to pubs and just singing and playing songs and probably... (laughs) He and Jeffrey Dean Morgan had a great time. very good <laughs> why are there so many babies that look like Jeffrey <laughs> Morgan and Jared Butler for legal reasons like Pat Mustard a lot of, yeah, hair, exactly, lot of hairy babies exactly. with Scottish accents around them <laughs> and now it's time for this week's competition as we said we will have tickets to Overlord Woo. to give away Paul like because I know you want to just a little brief summary of what Overlord is all about World War 2 zombies there we go yeah. sorted uh, so uh, keep an eye on Joe for uh, that competition uh, but last week's competition high clue was uh, Zazu Celebrates Rains down on Weatherman's Girl, King's Diary Foe. It's not the Lion King. It's not the Lion King. But Zazu is from the Lion King. Zazu is a reference to uh, one Rowan of the characters. Atkinson? Ryan Atkinson. Yep. So the first line is about Ryan Atkinson. That's correct. And what was the second line? <laughs> uh, rains down on Weatherman's Girl. Weatherman. Is that Nick Cage? It's not the Nick Cage Weatherman. Another famous film Weatherman. Well, is that the George Clooney one? Was it's not the George Clooney one. No. No. One fine day. No. But there's another famous Weatherman oh. comedy. Oh, Bill, uh, Bill Connors. Uh, it's Bill Connors. Bill Connors or, sorry, yeah. or sorry, Phil Connors. Bill Murray. Oh, so Weatherman's girl. Andy, Andy McDowell. So you've got Andy McDowell. Rains down on four Andy weddings McDowell. and a funeral. The answer yeah. is four weddings and a funeral. He's a priest. Yeah. So Zazu celebrates. So Ryan Atkinson, uh, he plays a priest in it. So he comes back at it a couple of the the services. Does he celebrate? Uh, he's a uh, he's a celebrant. Oh. Yes, don't you dare, Rory Cashin. Uh, <laughs> rains down on Weatherman's Girl. Weatherman's Girl is Andy McDowell, and it rains down because in the film she's like, "Is it raining?" I had yeah. noticed, and she delivers that line awful, perfectly. but uh, <laughs> perfectly terrible. And then King's Diary foe. Um, the king is in reference to Colin Firth uh, and his diary foe as in Bridget Jones's diary his enemy in that is Mr. Hugh Grant okay. it was hard to get a, a, like one of Hugh Grant that just isn't completely obvious sure um, but so you got Hugh Grant Ryan Atkinson and Andy McDowell and the answer is four weddings and a funeral I like that I appreciate that no bother there you go now this week's one Pens at the red. Oh, here you can borrow my pen because Roy you. has just <laughs> nicked. He's <laughs> stolen your own pen back. I think we could get like the pens. But we only no, two no, of us need can't. to write it any one time. It's fine. I'll write it in blood. It's fine. Here we go. Here we go. Hit me. Magical ticket. I got it. <laughs> go on. The middle line is big screen Arnold Braunschweiger. And Braunschweiger is capital B R A U N. Okay, I definitely have it. S-C-H-W-E-I-G-E-R Braunschweiger I knew Geostorm would cop up with Spell that again Braunschweiger B-R-A-U-N Right S-C-H-W-E-I-G-E-R B-R-A-U-N is Braun They pronounce it Braunschweiger or Braunschweiger Braunschweiger Anyway it's that word And then the final line is I on Lannister I I I (laughs) I-E-Y-E On Lannister Uh, Lannister capital L um, so that high clue again is magical ticket. That's very easy. Big screen Arnold Braunschweiger, I on Lannister. I think it's easy if okay if you if you get the middle line. I think it's easy. No, no, no. From well, like the well, first hold two on words. a second, Paul. Do you have it? Sure. <laughs> See, Paul doesn't have it, so it's not that easy. I got it from the first two. Well, the first, but there are loads of films with magical tickets. No, there's not. There are loads of films. No, there's there's, there's like, loads of films with like golden tickets. There's not loads of films with yeah, magical but you tickets. Can ca- anyway, listen. Enjoy it, listeners. Enjoy all the thousands Rory of winners. Thinks that one's it's, easy, White, it's White House down, isn't it? <laughs> it's White House down, definitely. Um, well, listen, thanks a million for uh, joining us for this. This is very fun. Thanks very much for coming along to this. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks, thanks, love. Um, guess what we've got coming up next week? Another show. Another show. Loads of stuff, and it's all going to be class. Listen, it's, it's been great. It's been great being back. I'm off to watch a, a Jared Butler marathon in my pants. I'd like to see Jared Butler run a marathon. <laughs> he does. Well, basically, as Agent Mike Banning, he's like, he out sprints uh, the, the president. president. Yeah. yeah. You're bad at your job if you're running past <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see ya. What's that? Oh, it was a bullet. Um, <laughs> right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.